Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to may have adult language and discuss adult themes not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You've waited all summer, and now, fall is upon us. To talk college football from the highest points in the country, presented by the Far End of the Bench Podcast and the Variety Sports Network, your home for Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference football, featuring Jimmy Pilato and Rev the Problem Coca. Season 3 of Top of the Mountain Podcast. Well, 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 welcome ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to a special, uh, if you want to put that in quotations, I guess, edition of the Top of the Mountain Podcast here, presented by the Variety Sports Network, Far End of the Bench YouTube channel. Uh, Very happy that you guys are here and I'm glad that I, I remember to put this together. I almost forgot that, that this is probably something that we should have a post-game show for. So I, I apologize. I didn't promote that on the show yesterday that you were able to hear. Um, if you are a Western Colorado fan and you're still a little bit shell-shocked like myself, go back, listen to that episode. You'll have a little bit more of uh, the hopeful side of things instead of having to deal with the reality of what we just witnessed. Because let's be honest, folks, that is... Um, not the way anybody wanted things to go, but are you really all that surprised? Look at the way things started all the way through. Absolutely no edge to this team whatsoever. Um, and and I guess you can say the two times that they really faced some adversity where they had to go out into the snow and, um, play against Colorado Mines this year. We have another chance. We have the best setup for a playoff win first playoff win since 1991 and this is the performance that we ended up going out with um disappointing for the team i know disappointing for the fan base it's more than likely disappointing for the coaching staff but now it's time to start doling out some blame so i know that it looks like i'm not paying attention i'm getting everything um posted trying to get the word out to as many people as possible Uh, If you're joining live right after the Western game, know there's going to be some emotions. If you want a more measured response to what we just had to bear witness to, you should probably wait until uh, this Friday after Thanksgiving. Rev is going to be back on. This is just going to be me. going to be me, myself, my thoughts that I was writing down during the game. I was taking active notes. Um, I wanted to have good stuff to bring to you all. And it was setting up to be such a great day. It's the first home game uh, in the postseason since 2021. Remember, we hosted Nebraska Kearney at that point and lose on uh, last second, trying to get into the end zone to tie the game. Center flinches, false snap, and that's the way the game ends. Uh, Prior to that season, the last time Western has won a home playoff game and now currently still stands as the last team in Western Colorado University history to win a home playoff game is 1991. My father was on that team. This is a bogus. Um, the The fact that the program can still rely and sit back on the fact that it's the most successful because of those great teams from the 90s 
it's a travesty because those teams from the 90s would have saw what happened today, what I just put myself through for over the last two hours, three hours, from noon to three o'clock in the afternoon. I cared more than the kids out there on the field. I cared more than the coaching staff. At least that's what it felt like. It felt like they just wanted to keep it close. They they never had the confidence in themselves to say that they could step up and take a bigger lead. You let a very inferior opponent come in here and punk you in, in your home crowd. You were the ones who got killed by the altitude. It's embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. Nash, not the leader that we thought he was coming into to this game. He had three good throws to Colangelo. Shout out to Cam Colangelo. He had a he balled out. Offensive line could not open up a hole to save their life. Davon Butler did not find a single hole. He had he was running with his eyes closed all day. Everything that you just expected to be able to rely on, and none of it comes through. In fact, you all play your worst game possible. Well, uh, I'm going to go through this. We were led by a veteran coaching staff. There were 12 players that were uh, listed on the all RMAC list. I mentioned those two things yesterday. Uh, big energy early. The, this is just my notes. So this was me as I'm scribbling notes down throughout the game. Big energy early. Offense was moving and uh, puck, puckered out, petered out, stalled. That was basically the entire first quarter for both sides. First half for both sides. It was a 3-0 game until six minutes left, uh, excuse me, until the, the beginning of the fourth quarter when Central Washington finally did break through and score. But it was a defensive battle back and forth. Ours defense is very much something to behold. Um, Kendall Lightfoot, if he wasn't, I believe that he was. I, I mentioned it yesterday. I'd have to go back and listen, but – Kendall Lightfoot is a stud. The linebacking core, Wyatt Burr, Kendall Lightfoot, uh, Quinones, the the linebackers were where they needed to be. The D-line played very well. Plus two in the turnover margin in the first half. You were minus one in the second half. Um, evened itself out, basically. Ernesto Lopez had a big day on the, on the defensive line. The pass rush never really got home, though. Kendall Lightfoot came the closest to any kind of sack, but no – registered sacks, only a few different QB hits. Um, if they were going to be going on into the second round of the playoffs, and I'll be honest, I even still, even with as piss poor of an effort that Joe McClain, Jazz Baines, and company rolled out there on the offensive side of the football for Western Colorado today, I still had faith. I was still talking about this team as, okay, they're going to figure out a way to get through this, and when we do get through this, we're going to need to sure up something on the interior of the offensive line. They made a change at some point. I don't know whether it was performance-based or if somebody got hurt. Uh, and I do want to make sure that, to give a shout-out to um, – I, I want to make sure that I get the name right here. Uh, Stevie Byram did go down. Uh, I saw him walking around, but obviously he's a fifth-year senior and it's probably the last time that he's going to be wearing um, the crimson and slate for Western Colorado. On the offensive line, number 74, he did end up going down with an injury, so I hope that he, it's nothing serious. He's able to recover. Um, this game got really, really interesting just in the, it was boring. It was a defensive battle. I mean, not boring, but just like nothing really happening. Nobody able to pull away. And all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, that's when the defense has decided everybody's going to be able to score at any given point. And central Washington, couple big plays, um, in, by no means should they 
they proved they were a playoff team. They proved they were good enough to be in this situation and uh, did everything that they needed to to win. That's what you need to do as the underdog. That's what you need to do as the road team. You need to keep it as close as possible, and that's what they did. Uh, it's You just gave it away. You blew it. There's nothing else to say. I, I know people are probably going to want me to come on and sugarcoat it and talk about how cool it is that you won 10 games. Fuck that. If that's what you expect from me, if that's what you really want from me, you don't want the best for this program. This coaching staff needs to tear everybody's ass on Monday. I don't care that the season is over. If you want to be on this football team moving forward, this needs to never happen again. You can't go 10-1, and 9-2 and two on the season and blow it in the playoffs. You can't have the lead for three quarters of the game, give it away, and then somehow allow the team to score and push you into overtime. You knew it was over when it, when it was going to overtime. Defense couldn't stop anybody anymore. Hour forgot how to call defensive plays. And fucking McLean was going to call some bullshit reverse that Davon's going to run into four of his offensive linemen's back instead of actually calling a play that's going to work. Before anybody says anything, I know that the teams I was on at Western would have gotten their asses kicked by both teams today. So I'm well aware of that. I don't care. That's not where any of this is coming from. This is coming from the fact that the team that we all put our faith behind, the team that we all <clears throat> put our heart and soul into rooting for has zero heart, has zero care for the way things should work. And um, if I'm being 100% honest, I'm just pretty pretty disgusted at having to call myself an alumni at this point. Um, going through the scoring plays, like you said, only thing in the first half – Field goal by Tacey. Um, that was from about 31 yards out in the fourth quarter. We had McGill, uh, Kennedy McGill, complete touchdown pass to D. Morrison uh, for a 37-yard touchdown, got the extra point. Drew Nash did have a huge touchdown, 19 yards in the back left corner of the end zone for the Mountaineers to regain the lead, 10-7. Uh, and then Jones gets the field goal as time expires. Defense couldn't stop them from getting into field goal range, couldn't really do anything much of anything on that point. I don't know if anybody wants to uh, chime in and argue this. I'm I'm sure I've pissed people off, and if I have, then you should let me know in the comments because I'd like to hear what you think would have been better or, or what you think I should be trying to say at this moment. But they probably could have challenged that play with Kendall on that last defensive series in regulation. If it's close enough to a possible turnover, why not take the risk? What's the worst that happens if you've – lose it you lose a timeout and you're not really using your timeouts anyways they were the ones that were trying to drive down the field and kick the extra and kick the field goal to tie it they didn't want to kick the field goal to tie it they you got lucky that you forced them to do that they could have ended this thing in regulation and un, ultimately it ends up going all the way down to the wire and uh i just don't know what to uh what to make of it don't know what to make of it at least when my teams were losing, it was because we had less talent and didn't deserve to win. Um, this team just doesn't deserve to win, but they have all the talent in the world. And you just wasted Colangelo's last season, Wyatt Burr's last season, Kendall Lightfoot's last season, uh, Stevie Freeman's last. It's just a waste, a waste, a waste of fucking space in the middle of the mountains. 
never going to do shit because you can't get yourself to the point where you actually care enough um, to play with some heart. And you're always just going to sit there and you're always just going to fold. So congratulations to the Central Washington University Wildcats. They move on in the D2 playoffs. And if we're going to take a look at the bracket, um, I was, I did buy the playoff pass. So unfortunately not going to be using that to watch Western again, but I will be watching a lot of the playoff games moving. That being said, I did watch the UT Permian Basin Bemidji State game, at least the end of it. Bemidji State gets a big upset victory on the road as well. Uh, over the Lone Star Conference champion, number three seeded Texas Permian Basin, 10 to three. So the Beavers move on. They will be taking on Central Washington. I believe Central Washington will be the host school in that situation. So look at that. The Wildcats able to hold on for their three-point victory in the game against Western. That's probably why. Maybe Western's just too nice. Coach Baines and the boys were just too too courteous and decided to give Central Washington a home playoff game against Bemidji State, who also gets a big upset victory. Permian Basin, Western Colorado, got a lot of looking in the mirror to do and a lot of time to do it because now you get the Thanksgiving break holiday. You get all that time to worry about how shitty you were at the end of your season and how much you need to get better, um, or it just might not even be worth it at this point. Augustana up there in South Dakota beats the brakes off of Minnesota State Mankato 51-24 and earns the right to go to Golden this upcoming weekend. Colorado School Mines will be hosting the Vikings from Augustana. That is the region quarter semifinal matchup. Winner of that game will be taking place uh, the following week in the regional final. That'll decide who the final four teams are. Looking around the other conferences, Super Region 1, up in the top left corner of the bracket, uh, Slippery Rock beats East Stroudsburg 45-14. Charlestown, West Virginia beats New Haven 52-44. And Cootstown gets the victory 38-14. So all of the high seeds win up in Super Region 1. Tiffin will host Slippery Rock next week. Charlestown, West Virginia will host Cootstown. Super Region 2, Harding will get Central Missouri after a 56-14 beating of Henderson State. Grand Valley beats Ferris State in conference rivalry by a touchdown, 21-14. So the Lakers moving on to face Pittsburgh State after they beat UND 35-14. And then in Super Region 3, Benedict will get Lenore Rhine after they, they beat Shepard 63-17. Delta State handled West Florida. West Florida, uh, recent national champion, by probably like six, seven years ago, West Florida was national champion. They lose to Delta State 49-14. Valdosta State handles Limestone 38-13. So in uh, Super Region 3, the semifinal matchups, Benedict and Lenore Ryan. Delta State versus Valdosta State. You guys will have to tweet at us, at Pod. Let us know in the comments if you're watching this at some point. What other games do we need to check out? What other fan bases do we need to try and immerse ourselves into? This is the cool part about Division II football and, and Division I AA football when they get to the playoffs. If your team loses, it's time to pick up a new team. Obviously, with, since this is an RMAC show, I'm going to continue to follow Colorado School of Mines, and I'm hoping they'd take us a, and allow us to continue to do more and more episodes. We're going to get Rev back on next Friday. We're going to do it a little bit earlier on in the day while everybody's recovering from their turkey hangover. We're going to talk their matchup uh, against Augustana and maybe try and get a couple people on to talk about Augustana football in, in, in general. I'll have some notes, news and notes for everybody. Uh, just 
this is what happens. This is what's happened for the last three years in the ARM Act, where you have one school that is taking the next step and the other schools that end up getting into the playoffs, they either have to eat each other alive, which is what happened to CSU Pueblo last year, where Colorado Mines just beat the brakes off of them in the first round and went on to go to the, the national championship. Or you have this year, you have the 2021 season where Western Colorado just absolutely shits in their pants. Um, I feel so, so bad for those kids, those seniors that are no longer, that was the, the team that you were waiting. That was the team you've been building since I was there seven years ago. That was the team you've been building since 2016. And you finally had it and you blew it. You wasted it. Embarrassing, fucking embarrassing. Um, hopefully they figure it out when Rev gets back on. I'll I'll be able to talk a little bit more about the the specifics of everything that happened. It's just really disappointing. Uh, but Central Washington they earned the right to move forward. That's gonna do it for this special bonus edition of the Top of the Mountain podcast. Like I said, Rev and I will be back on Friday. Far end of the bench will be coming out dropping Thursday morning. Thanksgiving week. Hopefully everybody enjoys their holiday um, and and we all go ahead and have a a great time trying to get over what we just witnessed. Be sure to follow at FEOTV pod, subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave a like comment, five-star rating and a review. Tell your friends about the different shows that you can find on this feed and be sure to check out the variety sports network as well. Uh, We love being a part of that show. We love that everybody's here joining us and uh, that is going to do a, do it for top of the mountain uh playoff edition thank you guys for tuning in for myself jimmy Pilato. i will see you guys next week on the far end of the bench mm-hmm.